I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. I'm sitting here with Giulio Gallarotti. He is the co-host of Oops! The Podcast. (laughs) And so am I. (laughs) <laughs> and this is Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis. I've been sitting here, can't get you off my mind. Did you think I was going to interview you? On my mind. There? Did you think that's what I was going to uh, No, I didn't, but that was actually funny. That That is the way that you would begin an I'm interview. joined by comedian and podcast co-host, Julio, Julio Gallarotti. Gallarotti. How are you? Wh- remember him y- from... Yeah, look... NPR, oops, NPR. Let's do this, man. Let's get into it. Um, (laughs) So much to cover today. Lots to cover. So much to get into. The first thing we were just talking about is um, I'm not in great shape financially right now. It's funny. You're wearing all green, which is so (laughs) ironic. Your watch face to your pants to your sweatshirt, all green. Looks like you're either going to the fucking Michigan State game or to like a St. Patrick's Day parade. Some old lady once told me that redheads should wear green. It makes redheads look better. That's festive. I think you look nice. From that day forward, I only wore green. It's a nice color. This is like a, would you call this a a winter green, a forest green? I like forest. I'm wearing a forest Forest city city sweatshirt. They are an upcoming soccer team out of Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine, near my hometown in Maine. Uh, shout out to the, I don't even, I, don't, I think it's Fourth City, but they're not a team yet, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> they sent me a sweatshirt. Thank you. It's, it's a really nice sweatshirt. It's beautiful. Yeah. Hopefully they save some money for the actual starting of the team. Hopefully itself. they save some money for me because I need help. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm looking at this this credit. So my credit card statement closes on the 18th of the month and my Uh, billing cycle ends right and then and then that shuts off what i owe a month later you get another month yeah and and you do this thing where you just pay as you go at the current at the moment i'm not doing it like you're on a sprint pcs plan i'm too in the hole right now to do that typically i pay it every day oh you're gonna take some debt uh no like i'm not i'm not intending on paying interest on it Uh. i just am kind of like I don't have enough money to pay it off. Man, the the diff the discrepancy right now between how much money there is in my checking account, which is what I use to pay my credit card bills, versus how big the credit card bill is. It's one of those things that where where it it's it's impossible to connect how I'm going to get there. Right. Right. Like I'm standing at the base of Mount Everest saying, "Well, I'm in a t-shirt." <laughs> And I have no mountaineering experience, nor do I have ropes, ladders, oxygen tanks, Sherpas, or any means of getting to the top. And yet somehow I have 30 days to come up with a way of getting up there. Dude, I, I, I hear you. It's crazy. And I am trying to remember that if I absolutely need to, I can fucking dig into the coffers to cover what I need to if I have to. But Man, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I was almost going to ask you and Chris if I could just take your shares of the podcast revenue for the month <laughs> and take a loan from from Oops. 
Dude, if I like, it, I would never do that. No, by it's, the way, it's, it, I didn't think you were serious. But I, I, I'm selling things. That's yeah, that's yes. where I'm at. Yes, I'm selling things, which is a great thing to be doing. Good man, it's a humbling experience selling. I am shit. selling sneakers. That's great. And I'm I, about to sell that guitar. Are you really? I don't want to. Dude, when I was in college, you know what I used to do? What? I used to walk around my floor in my robe selling DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Nights special edition, huh? Did you really? Dude, I swear to God. Would you burn them? No, they were the originals. Oh, because you had them. I just didn't have the cash to like to keep up. And in, in, in freshman year, I had a girlfriend, so it was a little easier because I just talked to her on the phone, and then mm -hmm. she, when she'd visit, we'd do stuff. But still, I had no income, and I had, you know was playing tennis and shit. So I just didn't have any money. Right. So I was I, like, people knew me as like the guy walking around the floor selling DVDs. Wow, that's. Uh... Not the worst thing. I mean, what were you selling them for? 15 bucks. I mean, dude, this is a while ago, not to age myself, but this is when DVDs were still a thing. Yeah, I remember. You know, so, and I had, you know, the special edition, this or that. And I kind of like collected, I sort of had this weird thing where I would always buy DVDs in high school or whatever, mm -hmm. brought them with me to college. And then I started deciding, you know, can I part with some of these? Do I really like Paul Thomas Anderson that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. not. <laughs> Magnolia box set. You know what I mean? I don't know. You start so, you start slimming down, but uh, man, I'll tell you. Um, how's it going though? You have some nice sneakers. I do, but I brought them into. The, did I tell you this in the last episode? I no, brought them no. into the. I you brought did? more pairs I told in this after the episode. They didn't want half the pairs I brought. I think I said that I, on the episode. You said that. Sure did. Okay. Sorry. See, Chris. this is the danger. Obviously, Chris knows that. This is one of the reasons that <laughs> you and I can't hang out when we're not recording. <laughs> Because we'll say things to each other, and then we don't remember what was said into the microphone or not. Well, we hung out this weekend, too, which we'll, we'll cover a little later. Holy shit. But all right, so I want to hear more. Because, dude, it's funny how you and I have maintained this parallel. And I don't know if this is good or bad for the podcast, that we are on, like, the same life schedule, essentially. It's, it's eerie. It is. It's certainly eerie. I wonder, like, if we, we would benefit more from, like, one of us being single and one of us being with a girlfriend. So everybody can relate to us. Okay. Or something. We'll rock, paper, scissors to see who has to <laughs> break up with their girlfriend and break the lease and then yeah. uh, go out on the town and start collecting STDs. <laughs> no, I think, I honestly think it is a unique thing that is positive because, you know, there's plenty of fucking single guys, dude, I banged this chick last night. Like, we don't do that, you know? No. Um, Not however, us. okay, so we are both, you are, have moved. I am moving. Moving in. Um, your move is a much more sort of clunky, robust move. There's more stuff. Yeah. I'm buying new stuff, which is expensive. Fortunately, my girlfriend, anytime she's like, I want this. And I'm like, do we really need that? She's like, yes, I'll buy it. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to rub that in well, your face. No, the thing is, is that my girlfriend has sort of offered. She says things like, "Well, why don't why don't you let me take this one or whatever?" And I know that we're at a point in our relationship where potentially, in the very new near future, our finances will be combined. Mm -hmm. So if she makes reckless financial decisions, <laughs> it's. I'm going to open up that world. I'll be privy to that soon. Have Why would I want her to take on debt if if in if in a, a year I'm just going to that that's going to be your mine. debt too. Have you ever seen the movie Dancer in the Dark? No. It's starring Bjork. 
which, the singer from yeah, Iceland. Which seems odd, and it's this weird musical. It's really, it's a really weird but good movie. Definitely oh. recommend it. Uh, one of the plot lines, her next door neighbor, he just can't say no to his wife, but he has no money. Mm. And like he confides in her and tells her that. And he's just like, I can't, I can't tell her. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to kill myself, whatever. Oh, gosh. And I see, you know, similarities with what you're, <laughs> with what you're saying. Well, it, it, you know, I don't. It's weird because I don't. My girlfriend's someone who doesn't is not that transparent about her finances. Okay. And a lot of people aren't that aren't. Right. You know, I'm very upfront with her about this is my situation. This is I almost tell her like what I made in a given week. <laughs> and it's not weird for me, but um I I have a general sense of how much she makes, but it's it's always changing because she works in software sales, so she gets commissions she and yeah, these right. bonuses and whatever else. But it seemed like she killed it last year. I don't know if that is still, if she's still in that right good zone. I don't know if she's still getting all kinds of money from her performance last year, which she could then put towards taking on some of these expenses. Right, Dude, right. couches, man. It's fucking couches. Just couch after couch after yeah, couch. Now we need an outdoor one. Jesus. And those yeah, are really, of, they're just as expensive. A lot of footage here, dude. A lot of footage. A lot of space <sighs> to fill, pal. You know what? Just to just to make myself calm down about this, I'm going to read you a DM. Not a DM. So I, I went back into the Call Her Daddy subreddit. Yes. And I was, sometimes I just go in there because the problems are so ridiculous that it makes me feel less bad about my own problems. It's good. This <laughs> is a post, and it says, I know this is toxic, but can someone please help me out and slide into my boyfriend's DMs to see if he's loyal? He's been acting shady recently, and I want to see if or how he responds. Wow. Wow. And then... Framing him. Well, not framing him, setting him up. Someone said, feel free to message me his handle. I've done this a few times. Ha ha. And then someone else said, I can do it. And someone else said, I would totally do it. Ha, ha, ha. And then someone else said, can we do this for each other? <laughs> and someone said, LOL, if you message me, I will. They jumped out of their chairs to yeah, help, to help each out. other out in this entrapment scheme. Now, first of all, tell me your thoughts. I don't know, dude. I mean, I reply to DMs. You know, I don't necessarily think I did anything wrong there. I mean, it, it's just the nature of the conversation. Like, if he replies to this DM, it, but it's less random for me because for me, I know these people. I know that these people are hitting me up because of the podcast or comedy or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So, so th this this would be this would be odd for this guy to be getting hit up. Do we think? Well, I if I had to guess, this guy has probably never received an unsolicited DM from a woman, a stranger in his life. Right. Unless it's like, click the link. Yeah. And so my <laughs> my first thought was, if he gets seven messages in the same day from random women being like, hey, cutie, I, like, I think you're really hot. You look like you're packing. It should arouse his spider sense, right? That was my first right. thought. And then I was like, well, men are fucking stupid. 
and he's seven not, DMs at once. He'll be like, "What did I do today?" Did like one of my like, you know, he's gonna be like, tweet go viral. I, you know, I have been, I have been hitting the gym a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, finally they're catching on. I knew that if I committed to posting once a week, it would pay yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> that's how stupid men are. My my, my first thought was that he would obviously smell a rat, but that and then I was like, well, there's no chance, right? right. So. You know, okay, keep going, keep going, because you're you're addressing it as if it's yourself, but okay. I, I, I mean, want you to situation. address it on on behalf of this guy and this girl. If someone's like, "Hey, what's up?" and he replies, "What's up?" I don't think he's did he did anything wrong. That's not what they're gonna say. Is that not what they're gonna say? They're though? gonna say some it's a cute flirtatious shit. So here's what I have to say though: it's gonna take a very specific kind of message to catch him red-handed. Like you have to really plan this. You need to put this case together well. In order to convict. Because if you say, hey, what's up? And he says, hey, what's up? He'd be like, I don't know what she was going to ask me. Maybe it was a work opportunity. If she says, hey, sexy, it's just ridiculous. My you know? guess is that they're going to they're gonna say, like I want to see a picture of you. Or right. they'll get to a point where they're... Let me see your dick, It's Poppy. incriminating. Yeah. Right, right. And, you know, if this girl has a hunch, typically... A, Hunches don't come from no, from nowhere. Yeah, but hold on a second. All right. Well, you know what? Keep going. Keep going. I'm just saying, a hunch like that doesn't come out of nowhere. But if you're the type of person who's looking through phones and shit, if you're digging, you know, as they say, you're going to find something, and that can kind of put your brain in that mentality when it wasn't meant to be. But if you're not like going out of your way, and you have that feeling, that feeling usually isn't wrong. All right, but here's that's the thing, Julio. She say. says. My boyfriend's been acting shady recently. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that could mean. What anything. the fuck does that mean? Does that mean that he's coming home late with glitter on his shirt and smelling of perfume and lisp- lipstick, you know, implanted on his neck? In I think which that's case, more than shady. That's shady. That's for in the light. sure. But what is, <laughs> is it that he's taking too long to respond to her texts? which could be a byproduct of a busier work schedule. Right. I mean, what if what if she is weaving this web of deceit, this this web of of to try to tr- snare him in in a fucking crazy you know, entrapment scheme and he was just being a normal dude and she was insecure and had her suspicions aroused where if she had just gone and asked him straight up, like, what's going on, maybe they could have had a, a, an answers come out that would have calmed her down. It sounds like this is what you think is happening. Like, that I could, am that playing, could be I'm happening. playing devil's advocate here. Okay. That's, because, that's extreme, though. I mean, maybe it's as simple as he's coming home and he's like, I'm tired, and he rolls over and doesn't want to have sex, and she sees his phone getting texts, but she doesn't know who it's from. Like, It could be something like... It could be the something minor, you know. Ah, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm saying this seems like the nuclear option to me. Yeah, this is like you're gaslighting your boyfriend. You're trying to end the relationship because there are three possible outcomes to this adventure, right? The first is one of these girls DMs your boyfriend and gets him on the hook, and then. He sends back some very incriminating thing, in which case the relationship should be over, right? Another option is he doesn't incriminate himself, 
but he finds out that you did this, <laughs> in which case the relationship should be over. Because I couldn't date somebody who was trying to play puppet master <laughs> and, you know, architect yeah, of, of such devious schemes. No shot. And then the third option is he just ignores the DM or, you know, whatever. <laughs> in which case, trying to find ways to catch him. In which case, is that going to give her peace? Is that maybe. enough for her to say, oh, I was wrong. He's such a good guy. Or is she going to say, well, maybe he didn't see it. Or maybe he, you know, maybe right. he's on right, to right, it. Right. Maybe he sniffed it out. And maybe she's convinced at this point. That's true. The thing is this. If there are any women thinking of doing this, right? If you, Bad let's idea. let's say that Bad you idea. and your boyfriend decide to go on a diet together, right? And you suspect that he is cheating on the diet when he's by himself and eating junk food. Would your would your solution to testing that theory be to send him an order of chocolate cakes and pizzas and burritos and see how he handles it? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You're in a relationship. You're supposed to be like working together with honesty and trust and not further tempting him with treats just to prove your worst insecurities correct. I say that if you feel the need to set up this scheme, you should just break up with him in the first place. Or go to therapy. There's nothing that's going to be fixed <laughs> by doing this. Yeah, it's stupid. And uh, dude, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, tr how about trying talking to him? And saying, hey, what's up? Is everything all right? You seem distant lately. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should try that already. And if you're still not satisfied with that answer, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Just break up. Like, break up with this person. What, why, why do you need to? Why? I, this, this is insane to me. Yeah. Because I don't see a way for him. The odds are against him. Nobody is. Nobody. Like, nobody's that. You know, we are. But but part of the reason is that women do DM us, mm -hmm. and you just don't even open it; you ignore it. That's I, what I, I do. I don't necessarily. Well, you you you. I'm talking about like women that DM you or DM like us and say sexually? like, "Hey, I want to let's go on a date," or "Here's my number." Right, right, right. right I don't. Right. I ignore that. Right. And right. I just assume, frankly, that those women don't know that I'm in a relationship. Um. Right. 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 No, same. I tell yes. I assume the same. Um, I wonder though if there's like a vetting process going on for the girls who she wants to send the DMs. Well, th that's that's another consideration. <laughs> she's right? like, they're like, I'll do it, and she's like, oh, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. he's <laughs> he's not gonna reply. He's not gonna fall for that. We need some tastier bait here. I thought about that too. Like, ah, oh, sorry, you're uh, you're not attractive enough to make this experiment real. <laughs> That would be so <laughs> devastating if you volunteered to to DM him. Doing and, a good deed and just get shot down. And yeah. Dude, I think the 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 moral of the story here potentially is you'd you'd pref you should try to be in a relationship where you don't have these kind of thoughts. Yeah. I've certainly been in them in the past. They're terrible. Um I'm happy in my current one and I can't imagine going back to a situation where I'm insecure or unsure or every day feels like a battle for their attention like that's so stupid. Maybe it's just like an immature thing and 
It doesn't, it, it, you know, you grow out of that or whatever, but I don't want that again. No. So if you're having these toxic thoughts and this, this and that, maybe it's time to work on yourself or to move on. I, I completely agree. Either if you feel the need to set down this American Ninja Warrior obstacle course in front of him just so that he can prove himself to you he's up he's at the monkey bars if he's made you feel that you need to do that you should break up with him and then if if i don't know if if you as a guy find out that your girl has done this that 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 level of suspicion and, and neuroses is is not worth dating in my opinion it's just toxic as hell totally so do. there's this is not gonna fix it is my mind Dude, mindset totally. Totally. guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. I do have a question for you, though. Sure. A sort of parallel question to this. Have you ever tailed somebody? Oh, wow. Um, in a car, like to see where, with where, if they were really going where they said they're going or something. For any reason whatsoever. The only what, Chris? Am I forgetting something? Um, the only time, the only comparable thing I can think of that I've done is like one time I was at the same, I was like at the same place with a person who I was either like seeing or like whatever, and I was just kind of like watching her the whole night and making sure she wasn't like doing anything. Oof. And she didn't know you were there. No, she did. She did know I was there. Oh. But like was completely like not paying attention. To I was existence. hoping you were wearing a mustache <laughs> and a cap. I know stories of people who have tailed people. Really? And dude, the way that that ends is never good. Really? The guy getting out of the car being like, oh, you said you were like, she's with her friends uh -huh. and he gets out and like busts <laughs> her in front of everybody. Like that's you. That's one of those situations where you think you won, but you've lost. Oh, yeah. You know? Have Man. you ever done that? No, I've never tailed anyone. And I was watching Homeland last night. And What season? We're watching season six. Okay. I had seen seasons one through five. I didn't make it past Brody getting executed. You didn't make it to there, or you? No, that's when I, it that, ended. That's when I stopped watching. Like, I, I really, there are some, there's some really good seasons. I've heard that, that they really picked it back up. They really do well. The season after was a was a little bit of a down. I can't remember which ones which. I okay. I watched seasons one through five years and years ago, Got and it. then took a five year six year break. But then my girlfriend had never seen any of it. Oh wow! And she was gracious enough to let me fill her in on seasons one through five. And oh, pick up in season six, nice. which is that's, very generous. Wow, what a team player! That's fine, love, folks. Fine, but I have rewatched full series on her behalf. Well, then you two are a team player. Yeah, we we meet in the middle. Very good. But it's really good, and she they they tail people on that show a lot. Yes, there's a lot of tailing, and there's an art to tailing. You can't get too close, but you can't be too far, especially when you're driving through a city. It's very easy for a car ahead of you to take a left and then another quick right. And if you don't see both of those turns, that car is gone. Totally. 
And but here's the thing, dude. Right? You don't ever have tailing on your mind, right? When you're driving, right? You've you've never gotten in your car and thought, "I gotta shake a tail." But then these characters in these shows are potentially anticipating being tailed. Yes, which makes it harder. My point being, though, that I could be tailed to the extent of my my family could be in a car behind me and i'm talking on my bumper 3 feet away and i wouldn't notice that's how <laughs> that's how trusting i am i'd be like man these these people behind me are really in a rush i wouldn't notice that my family was i i would be so blind to a car that had been following me for miles and miles and miles right we don't think about it. That's true. But in that real, means, in that real means life. you don't have a guilty conscience or you're not up to anything anything bad, hopefully. Do you ever wonder if you've been tailed? No, but it's an interesting question. I can't imagine why anybody would tail me. Unless so, it was some like girlfriend's dad being psycho. That's exactly that that's exactly what it is. <laughs> my when I was was at, I was in high school, my sister was two years older than me, and uh, you know, my parents were good friends with huh, one of her best friend's parents and my sister's friend was dating this guy who was a little bit of a loose cannon. Okay. And uh, my parents asked my sister's friend's parents, how do you feel about your daughter being driven around by this guy? And he goes, oh, I trust him. And my mom said, why? And the guy goes, I tailed him once. <laughs> And we all thought that was very funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. But wouldn't it be fun to tail somebody? Like maybe. It's it's funny in shows how like maybe this is just for dramatic purposes, but like the so they're always you're always doing a U-turn to begin the ch- the tail. Mm. You're like double parked, the car goes by. Is that just make it less obvious or something? I would think that would I don't know. I'm just thinking that that's a separate thought. I guess it would be fun though. It we should we should find a reason to tail somebody. I know a guy who works for a private investigator and you know that he's tailing people. Oh, for sure. That's like his job. Yeah. We should ask him tail. about that. Do you ever think about this dude like uh Obama when he was a president? His kids were like in high school. You know? And They were a little younger than that, but yeah. At one point, weren't they in high school? Like during his tenure, and it was eight years. I mean, um, you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe Malia was Mal- by Malia, the time she got by the second term. I think that she had a boyfriend, and she was in high school. She had this boyfriend, right? Can you imagine being that boyfriend? Like you know, when you go over, you know, when you go over to a uh, a girl's a new girl's house, and her dad talks to you, and he gives you that that calm the the, sp- the spiel mm-hmm. about how like to take care of his little girl and he like threatens you very subtly like imagine obama doing that he's like oh where are you guys going tonight he's like oh we're going to that pizza place he's like oh that's still open you know what else is still open guantanamo (laughs) (laughs) i mean the thing is is that obama doesn't have to give that speech to that shitty high school kid (laughs) because there's a there's a gaggle of secret armed secret service guys that are Literally gonna be chaperoning them. that date. Right. Is that even Shit. tailing if it's if you're assigned? That's not <laughs> yeah. tailing anymore. That's just, just like chaperoning the date. These are my friends. Yeah. No, but in, in Obama's memoir, he talked about how they had really um 
when they became when they they became the first family, uh, they had begged the press corps to to leave the girls alone, and they had some. I think his press secretary had had cut some kind of a deal. That's crazy. And they did. They did. Amazing. You didn't see you didn't that see many much. pictures of the girls without the parents. Not till the end. Yeah, there there were not paparazzi. Unfortunately, since then, Malia's at Harvard now. And, uh, you know, I remember there were pictures of her that came out, you know, smoking a cigarette or something like that. Right, like a festival. And I felt so bad for her. You know, she's a normal girl. She didn't ask for this. I know, I know. And she's American royalty at this point. But like you said, overall, they did better than they could have. They really did. They did. And I think a lot of that credit goes to Michelle, who strove night and day to create some semblance of normalcy for you know is that a, is this all covered in the book oh yeah mm-hmm. I yeah she yeah she wanted the interesting they kept normalish hours and you know had homework insert it and then they would have sleepovers when the girls were little where their friends would come over and have like build pillow forts oh, that's right. in the housing quarters of the of the west wing or whatever it is that's i mean crazy. imagine dude Dropping your little ten-year-old off at the White House that's, for the night—that's crazy. See you tomorrow can when I, I can get I come through in? security yeah. and my background check is finished. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. But imagine if you're like hooking up with Malia in high school. Like, I'd be afraid to tell anyone. I'd be like, I'd be like, "Dude, I have something to tell you." But like, can you meet me in like the middle of the parking lot at midnight or yeah. something? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. like you know, I don't know. I'd be. It paranoid. would be cool. It would, it would be, be cool. Sick. You're the man. You're in high school. Yeah. You're fucking. And they're also. I mean, the girls are 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 stunning. You know, they're yeah. they're yeah. Uh, they're like tall and gorgeous kids. Not to sound weird, but like, well, they're, they're like, not. They're they're like they would be the younger ones in college too, right? Uh, Sasha. Is she, is she now? She might be. Is she, oh, is she? Where did she go? I thought she went to like one of those NESCAC schools. Williams? Maybe. I might be making that up. Hmm. Interesting. Pull that out of my ass. Um, but dude, I mean, one thing's for sure. It sounds like Michelle didn't half ass. No, she didn't. <laughs> she did the not parenting half-ass. or the first lady duty. Uh, you know, absolutely didn't half ass. She absolutely did, and that's why our pals over at don't half ass anything likely. <laughs> don't half ass anything. Uh, you guys got to check them out. Check them out. We love this. These guys. They have an amazing <laughs> website, blogs, mountaineering, outdoor adventures. Fits right in with your. Whole don't yeah, pack does. light uh, sort of vibe. Yeah, it does. national parks. They are they're making a summit bid for half dome in Yosemite. They're talking about it. They they interview uh, great mountaineering people, outdoorsy guys. Great vibe. Yeah, and it's and it's it seems honestly like and they just kind of pick up a new endeavor and then just fucking go for they it. Go for it, which is in the mission statement. So it, it really uh, is. They have cool clothes. They I, we actually really like their merch, like cool hats. Yeah, cool, they're uh, sending us some hoodies and stuff. And of you, course, the notorious ass, the ass plate, <laughs> the human size, the ass, ass plate shot glass, shot glass. Which if you have some extra room in your. Uh, house or apartment or whatever we've been talking about it for weeks <laughs> they're pretty ridiculous once you see it you'll want one i promise <laughs> don't have any don't half ass anything.com promo code oops 15 gets you 15 percent off any of the merch on the website also check out their instagram don't half ass anything we love these guys seriously check them out uh yeah correction 
Uh, I was incorrect. Sasha goes to the University of Michigan. Cool. Go, Go Wolverines. Blue. Go Blue, yeah. Are you going to get involved in any of the March Madness action? Oh, God, yes. Because I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to Vegas. You're going to Vegas literally during March Madness. Buddy, though, I have to say this. Historically, I am not tuned into college basketball. This year, you could tell me that... Oh, same. I don't know shit. You could tell me that fucking... I don't even know. Des Moines State was in the tournament. The number one (laughs) seed. I'd I'd buy it. I I don't know a single team that's good. I haven't watched a single second of college basketball. I have no sense... Of what's happening this Dude, year. The only thing I know was from the rapper Benny the Butcher's Instagram. Because apparently his boy goes to St. Bonaventure, who won the A-10, which means they get into the tournament. That's the only thing that I know. But <laughs> even even like the ACC tournament was weird because a bunch of teams dropped out due to COVID. Really? And so right. I don't even know who won that. Clearly, this is not a sports podcast. This is clearly the year to fucking win the tournament. That yeah. was a dark horse. Am I yeah. right, baby? So we're going to be what what I'm looking forward to is uh, in Vegas. By the way, they just opened up to fifty percent the Dude, casinos. Post up at the sports book. That's where we're going. We're going to the sports awesome. book. We have a, we have a reservation for eight a.m. Oh, it's great. Like eight eight till eight That's or something. So fun. We have a we have a whole table. That's so fun. And we're going to be there for twelve hours of college basketball on opening day. Of I hope you Vegas. make like ten grand. Dude. I'm not going to make a fucking dollar. I hope you have a huge day. I mean, dude, but this is what could happen. You make a couple big bets in the morning. You hit a parlay, and all of a sudden by three p.m. You're rolling in it. You don't you don't bet parlays if you're trying to actually do well. Right, you but just, but you could win big. Uh, you know? I'm not that guy. You know why I'm not that guy, Julio? Why because guy? God gave me a lot in other categories. Do you do you know do you know when I'm you're just gonna let you go on? Here's this what one. I mean. I, I truly believe this. I truly believe this. You know when you're creating a player in NBA 2K or Madden or some of these video games yes. and you have a certain amount of like credit that you can use for that player. Yes. So if you really ramp up their speed, you're not going to have as much to use for their ball handling skills. For, for their gambling skills. Yeah. Or if you really like make them a, a monster super strong paint player, then they're not you're not going to have much left to give them for free throw shooting, right? You could have also just you could have just said you're not that good at gambling. No. That's okay. Here's my point. <laughs> Whenever I lose a bet, which is most of the time that I'm gambling, mm-hmm. I I say to myself, well, obviously, you know, whoever made me was filling in my buckets and gave me high marks for a lot of wonderful things for which I'm grateful, mm-hmm. but gave me zero for gambling. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I say, well, you know what? That's my cross to bear. I won't win in gambling. I mean, do gambling? That's not how gambling works. It's just you get lucky. You like, gotta, you gotta believe in something like that. Like maybe there's, you know, there's an elite group of a very small percentage of people who actually know what they're doing. But these, nobody knows. That's why it's gambling. So some of the best gamblers I know are very clearly not strong NBA post players. <laughs> They wouldn't, they're not, they're not, their other buckets were very shallow. Michael Jordan, notoriously bad gambler. Bad gambler. There you go, man. Charles Barkley, same thing. Okay. Well, I I I still wish you some luck. Of course, I know what you mean. You can't be good at everything, but I still would argue that being good at gambling 
is not an easy thing to be doing to begin with. No, it's impossible. It's like, you know, there's professional poker players out there and all that stuff. But like, how many professional sports gamblers are there? Who who aren't guys who are like math geniuses? They live in Vegas. You know, there's the guy from winning, Jeopardy, and they're winning at like fifty four percent, right? And they are placing bets around the clock, keeping their unit size the same, it's tracking trends, and not being emotional. Not you know, yeah. It's yeah, and if you commit, I could never commit that much of to it. You're and there's no casual gambler. No, but dude, listen, I I, I believe in you. I think you can go out there and and take. And take them, you know. They won't even let you back in into the win when you get back. The only way that I could take <laughs> Vegas is if I arrived, went to a roulette table, put a thousand dollars down on one number. Miraculously, it hit. I collected my chips, went to the window, cashed them out, and flew home. That's the only scenario. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking send a prostitute to your door to make sure you're being a good boyfriend. Good God. What are you, a call her daddy subreddit lurker? So keep, you better be on high alert, pal. Devious. I'm feeling pr- in a prankish mood. <laughs> Julio bought me a hooker. Don't no, worry. She, she, she just wanted to meet you. She yeah. Now we just great. talked. Um, well, dude, you're going to have a great. You're going to have a great bachelor. No, I'm very excited. I'm Look, excited for you. You know, here's the other thing. Um, but that also contributes to the sort of emptying of the coffers, well, so to speak. Well, that's why I've been selling these sneakers, and I'm only going to gamble with the cash that I've gained from goods sold. Um, that's great. I am not going with any intention of of letting the strings go. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to be unfortunately i'm gonna be a, a, like less fun than than i think people would want me to be we'll see but they're gonna have all the fun that is needed for the group my friends are very they're doing very, a lot of them just got their bonuses oh that's great so it's gonna be party time they're killing it dude well dude you um you know you know how to do it you set your daily amount who knows? Maybe day one you'll go up big and you don't even end up having to My use it My thought all. is I'm going to bring a book and, and, and go out to the pool and read for a lot of the hours that they're at the blackjack table. Minimize my exposure. I like that. And I then come be- back in when I want a drink. Because then you sit at the blackjack table and you, you they bring you drinks for free. And that's also nice because if you're hanging out around the table, you can still get them for free as well. I don't know what the situation is going to be like, though, because I think that there are limits on the number of people that can sit at the tables. That's true, but you can still be around, I think. There may oh. even be plexiglass partitions. Oh, that's crazy. Dude, I, t- I told you about what happened in the Bahamas with me, right? When I went on my little run. I put down, I mean, I put, I told you about that. You won 12 bets in a row or yeah, something. Yeah. I it's won. Amazing. Yeah. I, I put down one $15 bet and happened to win. And then I won like 10 bets in a row. And it, it made my trip because I was up. So even if I used my daily allocated amount of gambling to lose, I would be up no matter what. Wow. And you know, I, whatever. I, I hope that for you too, because I have gone into Vegas trips, for example, where I did a bunch of shows where I've gone down $600 the first day. Oh, and then, you know, you you just lost all that money. You feel bad putting money. Like you can't lose more than you're making. You hate being there. And then it just starts to feel shitty. Wow, Julio, boy, do you look good, dude. These fucking sunglasses are sick. Oh my god, these <laughs> pit viper sunglasses have me ready to run through a wall just to get to the beach, dude. We could be the new Daft Punk, baby. This, this listen pups. to me. 
if you're listening, we are wearing Pit Viper sunglasses right now, and they are fun. <laughs> they're very, they're really very cool. They're fun. They're polarized. They're festive. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, they're very futuristic looking, and they kind of take like this style of sunglasses with sort of like the big lens across, like the sort of like sporty. What what's the word for that? Retro, maybe. I guess, yeah. Maybe a retro ski vibe is yes. kind of what I'm thinking. Very good. And retro ski meets uh, professional wrestler a little bit. Wow, that's really fucking solid. Uh, <laughs> just like my Pit Viper sunglasses. Uh, they're very cool. Um, yeah. I'm gonna start rocking these hard. Yeah. And I actually teased a picture of myself wearing these the other day with a poll saying yes or no, and I think the vote was overwhelmingly. In favor. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, guys, g- you got to get a pair of these. We're, we're huge fans. They just came on board with the podcast. Go to pitviper.biz, B-I-Z, slash oops. You will get 10% off at checkout. Pitviper.biz, slash oops. I have a question for you, speaking of money. Sure. What would it take if you were single? For a foreigner who wanted a green card oh, wow. to pay you in order for you to marry that person, wow. get them their green card, and then annul the marriage. So in order to do that, you get, you're kind of like uh, surveilled for a period of time. Right. You'd have to get to know her. You have to live together. You'd have to be able to answer very intimate facts about each other. There's a movie with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds about this. How attractive is she? Like, Let's well, is it a person? It doesn't who, matter. I, is it a person? Well, I mean, you're doing this I guess purely for financial. You don't have reasons. to have sex with them, right? I guess not. No, like, no again, one can prove. Yeah, you know, the the thing is, you're putting a divorce on your record, right? Which and is, you have to commit a lot. It's going to take a, at least a year, maybe two, maybe more. Million bucks. Really? Yeah. What about you? Well, that's more than I had thought. Presuming that I were single right now, like let's say that somebody from Russia approached me and said, "Hello, Francis. I want to marry you for money." That's exactly it. <laughs> and I said, "Okay, Svetlana, uh, it's gonna cost you." And then, and she says, "You. This is inappropriate to judge what my name will be." Yeah, you know what? You're right. It's pro- it's at least eight hundred k for me. I wouldn't do it for five hundred. Five hundred is probably not enough. Not enough. It's a pain in the ass. It's a huge amount of work. I guess we'd have to find out what the verification process is like, how difficult the questions are, and what sort of like cohabitation proof you need to have. Whether you really need to live together and really get to know this person, or if you can kind of just make a once weekly lunch date. Where you quiz each other and tell each other stories. And- Let's assume you have to live with her, because dude, I mean, listen, you could, you could well, get, way you could get some kind of fraud situation. Yeah, yeah, you're, you know, like that's not great. No, so I think this happens, and yeah. I think people get in big trouble for so, it. So million bucks, you live together. Maybe she's all right. Maybe she's not that bad. Maybe she's not all right. I mean, listen, would like it's how much would it cost you to live with a shitty roommate for a year? Is essentially the question. Oh man, you know. But again, this presumes that I'm I'm single. Um. Yeah. To live with a shitty roommate. Million bucks. (laughs) Million bucks. So you're talking about somebody that's going to be a bad roommate now. 
what would you okay so what would you rather do that or have to like blow one of your boys good god one time well i mean how do we get here we always get here he always gets there I don't know. That might that might not be a good like comparison, but we have an email about this. Oh, good. That All I would right. like Let's to read. Let's dive into that. And I didn't even set that up on purpose. <laughs> but I I'm le- I would I like to lean towards I would prefer to just blow my friend <laughs> than marry Svetlana. Than marry Svetlana. And, like if the same amount of money's on the table, any either, I don't want to do either of those things. So I want to do the one that takes a significantly less amount of time. <sighs> There's no stigma attached to that for me. Like I wouldn't have any sort of crisis about having to blow one of my boys besides the fact that it would be weird to like chill with him after. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it would be one of my boys who'd be cool about it. Cause some of my boys would be fine with it. Mm. They'd be like, dude, that was crazy when like you blew me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the title of this email. Can I offer a bro job to an old friend? Wow. As the great Bill Dawes once said, a bro job is better than no job. Um, okay. So anyway, he goes, uh, Who's, is that? Did he write that, or you just say that? No, Bill Dawes actually says that. I don't know um, who Bill Dawes he's is. A great comedian. Okay, nice guy. Um, actually, the guy who took me to Vegas with him to do shows. Nice. Um, okay. Anyway, um, I was sparked to write you after uh, Julio made that joke question about one guy hooking up with another guy at the bachelor party joke last episode. I definitely did. We did talk about that. Um, I'm truly coming from a good place with this. I live in Boston. I'm a newly out gay man. The selection out here in the Boston area is bleak and flooded with, quote, straight men just experimenting. Mm. Now, I know sexuality is a spectrum, so you aren't gay for doing something gay once, twice, or whatever. So, being a young adult, I've indulged a couple of the straight men here in the Boston area. It's honestly usually kind of fun. And if done safely... (laughs) I don't know why I just used that, but this is good. Great. Okay. Um, And if done safely, it's actually a huge turn on for both parties. Two consenting adults having some taboo fun is the best way to describe it. This brings me to why why I'm emailing. An old friend who lives here in the Boston area reached out to me recently to reconnect. It's been over six years, so this guy has no idea I'm gay because I've never been in a public relationship. He's a great guy from memory, but now that I'm about to see him again, I did some Facebook stalking and he's very good looking now. Also single. So I had the crazy thought to offer this guy my services. A bro job, if you will. Wow. We haven't spoken until he reached out. I feel he isn't homophobic or anything like that. So my question is, is this too much to bring up even over drinks? I've always been the one approached by these straight men before. I've never approached another straight man because I've never felt comfortable doing it. Plus, I respect that some guys are just straight. I feel like the situation works perfectly. We're old friends, but we don't really have any connections now. Plus, we're already going for drinks. Is offering to help a single guy in a pandemic wrong? You know what? This is so good. Please so help good. someone that might be too horny for their own good. P.S. Love and respect you guys. Blah, blah, blah. What a, what a fantastic email. That's pretty good. Uh, so much to unpack here. Lots to unpack here. Um, all right. So the first thought I have is it's amazing that this guy is using Boston as his playground of experimentation. Yeah, right? Because in my experience, Boston is a very hard-headed, set in its ways, even though Massachusetts is considered the most liberal state in the country, Boston Boston is is a tough town. Is the stronghold of blue-collar, hey, tough guy, fucking, hey, hey, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, fucking, you know. Yeah, you know, goodwill hunting, and they, everyone thinks they're goodwill hunting right. that lives there. Every guy. You never, you don't, you typically don't hear the example of like, oh, yeah, you want me to fucking check your cock? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not, that's not the classic Boston phrase. No, it certainly oh, isn't. Yeah, fuck. Take it out. Oh, it's store, store pants, a drive, kid. you know. <laughs> Put I on can't your fucking pants, do kid. It. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> You know, it's a it's so great to obviously it's just indicative of of the fact that you know as he said sexuality has become more fluid. People are becoming a little bit more open to the idea that you know they can experiment with people of the same sex without it branding them totally or casting them in, in, along one specific line of sexuality. Um, that said, I think it's very important for our hero here. Mm-hmm. to and he obviously hero, come right? out to his friend over this drink or whatever first before he suggests blowing him. Dude, how's that martini? Fucking whip it out. Whip it out, bud. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you totally. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yes. to, to, to To lay uh, the, the proposition on him immediately on the heels of all of this. I mean, I hate to say it, the the old friend, the the guy coming in, might you gotta kind of see well, hopefully, you know, he's totally embracing of 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 the news. I'm sure he will be. And like. but let's put it this way. Let's say that I reconnected with a friend that I hadn't seen in six years and we get together for drinks and the guy tells me that that he's gay and we've known each other our whole lives or whatever it is. You know, that that that's Big news, and I would be wow, thrilled, you know, great. But if immediately after learning that, he then said, "And by the way, I've been hooking up with some straight guys here and there. I would love to perform oral sex on you." That's just like a lot mm-hmm. in in that short of a period of time. I might feel overwhelmed, totally. not homophobic, not attacked. Not anything, just like, oh, yeah, whoa, that that is such a no. I've never been on a date with a woman who said that. I've never, you know, I've never had that said to me mm-hmm. by anyone, let alone a friend, let alone a friend that I just found out was gay. And I, I just feel like there's gotta be, you know, let have a few drinks first, ease your way into that pitch mm-hmm. a little more. Is that? Yeah, so I I think that that's I think that's a strong point, and I I also don't I think that our hero here shouldn't underestimate the significance of these drinks. Like I don't I you know if he came out or didn't come out, you know maybe this guy hasn't has a an inkling. Like maybe that's where that's this is going. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think there's Do you think this guy who's coming in has a sp- suspicion or set this up even with the the potential? hope that they might hook up i mean dude listen our hero here is clearly the straight boy slayer to begin with you he know what really i mean is. and when you put that when you put that energy out in the world people pick up on it you know yeah. so so he may not even have to i don't necessarily think there has to be a dude can i fucking give you a bro job mm-hmm. that may not even come up yeah, like he just may just get naturally. to it may just happen naturally uh, yeah i think my advice would be if i have any would be don't don't ask if he wants the bro job while you're okay. sitting at the bar. But I have a I have a caveat to that. I would guess that a lot of straight men 
who are be- warming to the idea of hooking up with a guy for the first time would be less intimidated by the idea of simply receiving a blowjob as opposed to the unknown everything else right? process of hooking up with a man where they may think like well where does, does this mean i'm gonna have to reciprocate are we gonna have sex with each other right you know like okay that's, making that's, that's out fair. all fair. of that that's fair um i think there are a lot of guys and i hate to say <laughs> there are a lot of guys who'd be like yeah i'd I'd get a blowjob from a guy, you know, under the right circumstances or whatever, as opposed to being like, I would hook up with a guy. Oh, right, right. The blowjob from the guy, as opposed to hooking up with the guy, is definitely, it's sort of like a counterintuitive sticking your toe in the pond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's, here's an interesting point, and this guy made this point sort of in this email. The straight guy who's trying to kind of experiment seems to be the kind of guy who puts it out there. Like the idea of like our friend here, who's never done this before, who's never been the one that came on. I think there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? That is a much more intimidating thing to do. Like if you're the straight guy, you know, the gay guy's already gay, but he doesn't necessarily know that he doesn't. You're right. He doesn't know that, but he might know that we're assuming maybe he has a, there's a chance he knows. I all, what I will say is I'm really curious to hear how this story. I hope we get a follow up. So please, uh, let us know and keep us posted because we should give this guy a fucking, a nickname or something. Yeah. He's certainly our hero. Yeah. The bro job warrior. I don't know. Bro job warrior is good. Bro job, Bob. Yeah. Bro job, Bob. (laughs) Boston, bro job, Boston, bro job, something. Bro bro job, Boston, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I have something. So uh, in college, my freshman year, I was roommates with three people and two of whom were gay. And and they were like gay all-stars. You know, they were out er earlier in life and arrived at college campus so confident in themselves, Mm -hmm. so talented, so smart, and... So gay, it sounds like. Yes, but but like no doubts, no accept me, none of of that. Like, not that anyone says that, I I guess, but, but just like knew who they were. And had no doubt that they were going to find friends and no one was going to give them shit about their sexuality. And here we are. It's my world. And I'm going to make the most of it here, here at college. Arrived, arrived at school from high school with, with more confidence than, than, than I did, than anybody did. Right. And it was impressive. I was like in awe of their swagger. Um, you know, wearing amazing outfits and like horn rimmed glasses. They were so put together. Um, anyway, all of that is to say I became very good friends with them. And one night I had three of my lacrosse buddies over to the dorm and we were pretty hammered. And, uh, one of the guys was one of my roommates was also pretty drunk. And my friends had not had much exposure to openly gay people, you know, because again, we're only 18 years old. And in high school, I don't know about your high school, we didn't have that many openly <laughs> yeah, gay same. people. It, it wasn't it wasn't as welcoming of an environment as yeah. maybe it could be today. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. So they had my friends had questions. And 
my roommate was totally willing to oblige and they we we had the, all these questions and and one of the things that i remember coming out was that uh there were players on the football team who had reached out to my roommate and told him action. like hey we should hang out sometime you know do you want to come over to my room and i think he had hooked up with a couple of the football players mm. who were allegedly straight mm-hmm. you know um it's funny that that scenario is almost like a cliche it it really you is know? it's, it's something that you see in like abc sitcoms or even in, i think in cruel intentions or i don't know if it's that specific thing but you hear about like the guy from the football team yeah. getting up the guy yeah and, and and here's what i would say um the way that my roommate looked he he had features where how do i put this it it it's like well if there was going to be a guy that football players would feel okay hooking up with it would be this guy he was so pretty and and so like he had he had feminine cheekbones and like hair and i bet you because he got it more than any of his gay friends like straight guys would hit him up mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was because they somehow talked to each other and they were like yo this guy is discreet and won't oh. blow you up or if everyone who had i doubt who that. was closer to the min- middle of the kinsey spectrum was was just more attracted to this guy mm. you just sound like a fucking stud dude does that make sense yeah i guess yeah, like I, I, I think I, I think I hear what you mean. But then all like the other thing too is it's like like you said, like these this guy was like the all star, right? It's like you know, if you're gonna go for it, the all star stands out as a person to try yeah, with but, maybe. Yeah, but know. we all there were also, you know, there were also some gay guys that had killer ripped bodies and, you know, were let's say like a little bit more c- adjacent to a football player kind of guy mm. and they weren't being solicited right. up or well, whatever i mean but they might have been too yeah i guess you don't know you don't know well we hope that it all goes well for boston bro job bob <laughs> and any of you who are considering uh hooking up with someone of the same sex or of any gender uh for the first time go for it go for it life is too short at this point we've come too far as a society for anyone to be held back by whatever you you think might be a stigma it's time it's time get out there have fun you're gonna love it it's gonna be great if i were if i had been single or younger and and in this age there's no telling what i would have hooked up with uh I, who knows so i i wish you all the best and uh we'll keep you guys updated this is oops the podcast fucking love it baby <laughs> yeah so fun um i will uh, we <laughs> follow us on on instagram oops the podcast send us emails oops the podcast at check gmail. out our com. youtube and subscribe and all that stuff youtube merch at oops the podcast.com and uh i'm francis and he's julio and we will see you on thursday <laughs>